You're listening to Creating a Universe, a Love Anarchy podcast hosted by William J. Rogers. On this show, we follow the journey of creatives, artists, and entrepreneurs who are making a name for themselves in the ever-evolving landscape of today's industry. Featuring an insight into both Love Anarchy and the Lavaniverse music universe, as well as the individual projects and stories of each of our guests from the music industry and beyond. So whether you're a budding creative or simply interested in what goes on behind the scenes, this is the podcast for you. Hello and welcome to Creating a Universe. I'm your host, William J. Rogers, and today we have another very special episode for you. Following last week's announcement of our full-scale rollout of Lovaniverse as a musical storytelling trading card game, this time around, we're continuing the momentum with a full demonstration on how to play the game. That's right, the TCG is already here, and you will be able to play it for yourself via our digital simulation and voice channels on the Love Anarchy Discord server. In keeping with last year's tradition of collective calls on the first Saturday of the month, the first playtesting event will be this Saturday, the 2nd of March at 6pm UTC in our Discord. So come by to be one of the first people to see the game in action, and possibly even get a chance to play it yourself. It'll also be a great opportunity to hang out and connect with others from the community, and I'll be there for a few hours to chat and answer any questions about the project. I must say there's been an absolutely wonderful response to launching this, and I find it so inspirational to be getting such amazing feedback from you all. Not to mention getting to collaborate with so many incredible members of our collective on bringing their musical characters to life. This is really what it's all about. And I'm so grateful to have the opportunity to be doing this amazing work with you all. There is actually still a very small amount of slots still available for creators to be featured in the first set. But you'll have to be very fast if you want in. So be sure to get in touch ASAP if you'd like to be involved. There is no cost to you as a creator, just a very limited number of slots. So the best thing to do is quickly fill out the form at lovanarchy.co forward slash lovaniverse-creators and I'll get back to you as soon as possible. And don't forget, Saturday, I hope to see you in the Discord. But all that aside, we're going to get a proper look at the game itself right now on this podcast. Now, I must disclaim that this is the alpha version of the game. This means that there can still be drastic changes between now and its official release. And it's your feedback that's going to help us get there. The cards themselves are all still prototypes, and the final design will be improved. We have also tested many different versions of the game throughout the design process, and depending on your feedback, we may still opt for alternative versions of key mechanics. But for now, this is the version we wanted to bring to you, and the early playtests of it have been a lot of fun. So without further ado, let's have a look at how to play the alpha version of the Levaniverse trading card game. All right, so here is what the game map looks like for Levaniverse TCG. And the entire board we refer to as the amphitheater, and this is your half of it. So let me quickly break down what the different zones are. This one here is the arena, or this is your arena, your side of the arena. Your crowd goes here, this is the zone for your crowd. 
And here are uh, zones, you know, you have six of them that you can place combat units into. Okay, here you have your stage, and this is where your core band go. Uh, as you can see, there are five different zones here, um, one for drums, bass, vocals, guitar, and this one is a flexible zone. So the thing about the treble zone is certain musician cards will have the treble icon, meaning that they have to be played in this zone. But this zone also you can use to play either a second guitarist or a second vocalist. Here you have your ether. And this is where you play songs into. In this zone here, in the uh, continuous zone, this is if you have songs or perhaps even some other cards that have ongoing effects. But otherwise, they just go into this zone where they can be used for resources. We also have the graveyard where cards typically go after they are defeated. And in some circumstances, we have the void, which is kind of like a more extreme version of the graveyard um, if they're actually like removed from play in the game. Uh, we also have a slot here for a location card. You can have one of these in play at a time, and it tends to offer something like a static buff to the kind of characters that would benefit from that setting. You then, of course, also have the zone for your main deck, which goes here, and you have a zone also for your songbook, which goes here. Um, now, you would normally have more cards in your main deck, but for the sake of this demo, um, we've gone for smaller numbers. Now, before we start, whilst we're still kind of in the setup phase here, what we're going to do is we're going to start with six cards automatically in play. And that's going to be your crowd and your five starting band members. Okay, so we've got them here in the zone that this is our hand. Um, and we're going to play them from here. We, this is our crowd, the looks of Sanctuarians that we have chosen for this deck. And this is going to go in our crowd zone. This is going to permanently stay here for the entire game. Um, then on drums, we're going to take Kroon. On bass, we will take Mishimoon Mist. On vocals, we will take Yaru Makuro. On guitar, we'll take Raven Van Rijn. And in our flexible slot here, we will take a second vocalist, Neve Goldenhair. Now, basically, if you, on the software here, um, we're using a site called screentop.gg. And if you hover over any area and hold the space bar, you'll get a zoom in of, of that. Or if you hover over a specific card, you will get that um, blown up to size as well. This setup phase here is called setting the stage. So now it's time to start the game. Let's start by drawing three cards from our songbook. And we're going to draw four from our main deck. Three, four. We're now in main phase one where we can play cards from our hand and activate effects. During this phase, you'll play one of your song cards into the ether. There is no cost in order to do this. Many songs also have powerful effects, some of which are ongoing. If that's the case, you can put them here in the continuous zone. But as this is simply a basic genre card with no effect, we'll just put it here in the music zone to the left. Song cards can be rested for resource by turning them sideways. You can do this by selecting a card and pressing E. If you ever are struggling for the shortcuts here on screen top, just right click on an element and it will give you them right here. Each song is good for one resource. But as well as your songs, up to two of your musicians can also be rested for resource. This means we have an initial pool of three resource to work with. Now let's have a look at our hand 
and see what we can summon. Now the cost of a card is in the top left hand corner. As you can see, our Demurai Gokunin here costs only two, so he's rather cheap. Mizuki Dust Blossom here costs three, our Demurai Hatamoto costs three, and our Demurai Dragon Tarako here costs seven, so he's definitely out of reach, we'll have to save him for later. However, we can afford to play any one of these other three. Now, if you look in the top right-hand corner of the cards, you'll see that they have the cross blades here showing that they can be used as a combat unit. This, of course, matches the zones that we have here in the arena. However, if we look at a musician like Mizuki Dust Blossom here, you can see in the top right-hand corner that she has the treble cleft, and that means that she can be played here in the flexible zone on your stage. However, what's cool about musicians is they can not only play in the stage, but also in the arena. This means that we can just as easily play Mizuki Dust Blossom into the arena instead. So with that in mind, let's have a look at our options again. Ademurai Gokunin, he's a little bit weak, and considering we have three resources to spend, we may as well get one of the more powerful guys. Now, that leaves us with Mizuki Dust Blossom, who is a 2-3, or Demurai Hatamoto, who's a 3-2. Now, you can see here that if we zoom in, the first number here, the 3, is the card's attack. And the second number, the 2, is a card's defense. Okay, so clearly our Demurai Hatamoto here is a bit more offensive and a bit less defensive, and Mizuki Dust Blossom is the reverse. So considering it's our first turn and we don't know what the opponent's going to play, perhaps we should go a little bit more defensive and play Mizuki Dust Blossom. In order to do so, let's rest three of our resources and we'll bring Mizuki Dust Blossom here into the arena. Now, as well as playing cards from your hand, once per turn, you may also move one musician between the stage and the arena. So, as Yarima has quite high combat stats, let's move her into the arena. Now the main phase is over. This is where we'd look to move into the battle phase, but as it's the first turn, we skip that phase entirely. After the battle phase, we'd have another chance to play out cards from the hand and activate effects in main phase two. But as we've used all our resource for this turn, we'll skip to our end phase and end our turn. Okay, so now we're looking at player two who has already set their stage with their initial band and crowd. Here we have the Vondinium Vampires. We have uh, Okthethra on drums, uh, Vailara Fra on bass, Mr. Tai Karne on lead vocal duties, Victor Kraft on guitar, and Vorak Thumb in the flexible arrangement position. Let's start once again by drawing three cards from the songbook and four cards from the main deck. On the first turn of the player who goes second, they may draw one extra card from their main deck. From this point onwards, both players will draw one card from each of their main deck and their songbook at the beginning of every turn. So let's have a look at player two's options. We'll start by playing one of the song cards into the ether. Now with three resources available, Let's summon Carne's Marauder with four attack. We'll also move Vorak Thumb into the arena. Now we're going to move into the battle phase. To declare an attack, select one of your characters in the arena and turn them sideways to rest them. You may then choose your target, either one of your opponent's characters or a direct attack on their crowd. Damage dealt to the crowd is directly subtracted from the player's life total. 
Once a player's crowd life is reduced to zero or below, they lose the game. However, if your opponent has ready characters in their arena and you declare a direct attack on their crowd, they're able to use a ready character to block. As player one, let's rest Mizuki Dust Blossom to block the attack. The two characters will now battle. Damage is dealt simultaneously and equal to the number of their attack. You can see here that Kane's Marauder has four attack, so we'll deal four damage to Mizuki Dust Blossom. Damage is subtracted from a character's defense, which you can think of as their own life points. If they are reduced to zero or below, then they are defeated. As you can see, Mizuki Dust Blossom's defense is three, so the four damage is enough to defeat her. However, remember that damage is dealt simultaneously, so she also deals two damage to Kane's Marauder. The Marauder's defense is only one, which means he is also destroyed. Both cards will then go to the graveyard. Now wait, before we move on, Mizuki Dust Blossom's defeat triggers the effect of player one's crowd. If we have a look at looks of Sanctuarians, you'll see that they have an effect which becomes available when they play an arcane song on their turn. Naturally, that's exactly what they played. So this effect is now active. Let's have a read. If a character you control is defeated before your next turn, you may rest this card. Draw one card from your main deck. So now, considering Mizuki Dust Blossom was defeated, player one may rest Luxa Sanctuarians and draw a card from their main deck. Next, as player two, we will declare an attack with Vorak Thumb on Yarima Kuro, as she is an intimidating target. His four attack is enough to take out her four defense, but naturally he will also take four damage and be defeated. However, this is where we have an opportunity to activate one of our musician's effects from the stage. Let's take a look at Tai Kane himself. As you can see, his effect explains that if a character or crowd you control would receive damage, you may rest this card. Redirect that damage to this card instead. So now, by resting Tai, we are able to redirect the damage that Yarima would have done on Vorak over to Tai Kane. Only he has six defense, which means that he'll survive the hit. This means that Vorak Thumb also survives, whilst Yarimakuro is defeated. Now, if a musician character is defeated in the arena, and there is a vacant position for them on the stage, which they are able to fill, then instead of going to the graveyard, they will return to that position. However, they will enter this position in a suspended state, which is marked by turning them upside down. In this state, they are unable to activate their effects, change positions, or rest for resource. Their connection to the ether has been suspended. All they can do now is simply help the band continue to play songs. One final caveat to that, if at any one time you have three or more suspended musicians on your stage, then your band no longer has enough connection to the ether to continue, and you automatically lose the game. So, that's two fatal win conditions. Either reduce your opponent's crowd life to zero, or suspend three of their musicians at any one time. Now, to finish our move, 
we're going to declare a direct attack on Player One's crowd with our crowd, Bondinium Vampires. As you can see, both crowds have one attack and zero defense, meaning that they will simply do one damage to each other. However, if we read the effect of Vondinium Vampires, you will see that if the player's band performed a Necrom song this turn, then this card gains lifelink, which means when this card deals damage, gain life equal to that damage. So that means that the one damage player two would take is being replenished by the vampires absorbing one life point back. This means that in the end, only player one will take a single point of damage. To adjust this, right-click on the crowd life and set the total to 39. Also, at the end of the turn, all damage dealt to surviving characters is recovered, which means Taikane's defense returns to his base stat of 6. Let's now return to player 1. From here on out, at the start of your turn, make sure to ready all rested cards. This of course does not go for our suspended card, which will remain permanently in this state. We will then draw one card from each deck, and let's have a look at what we've got. Both cards we drew give us some fantastic options. We got a star song with an effect from our songbook, and a higher level version of Yaramakuro from our main deck. Perfect. Let's start by playing the song We Are Here. Its effect reads that you can add any one card which mentions Demirai in its categories from your deck or graveyard to your hand. Demirai cards and effects cost one less to cast this turn. Now, as you can see in the section below the title, it says Song, Action, Arcane, Demirai. And so that word Demirai there tells us that this qualifies as a Demirai card. If we have a look at Yarima here, you can see that she also has the Demirai tag. So, to search your main deck, right-click on it and select All. Alternatively, you could left-click and Control a Now, drag it over to the search deck zone at the bottom of the screen behind your hand. Drop it in and you'll be able to see all the cards in your deck. Let's take another one of these low-cost Demirai Gokunin. Now, click a card and select all and drag it back to your main deck. Whilst all the cards are still highlighted, make sure to press Z to shuffle. Once again, you can right-click if you ever forget the shortcuts. Now we have four resources available. And because of We Are Here's effect, if we want to play Demirai cards, then they will cost one less. This means that we could summon all three of these Demirai warriors in our hand right now. However, I'd like to show you something else. One particularly cool feature in this game is that you are able to swap out musicians for a discounted cost. So if we look at this eight cost Yarima here, then she is really expensive and we have nowhere near enough resource to summon her. However, if we were to swap out a musician on stage in a role that she can occupy, then the cost of that musician will be reduced from the cost to play Yarima. This includes our suspended four-cost Yarima, which is lucky, considering you can only ever have one card of a star character in play. So now we can kill two birds with one stone by making it so that we no longer have any suspended musicians. So if we send our level four-cost Yarima to the graveyard, then we can play our eight-cost Yarima for four less. But don't forget, we are here's effect which means if we play a Demirai card, we can do so for another one less. All in all, 
This means that we can play our level 8 Yarima for just 3 resource. That's a big 8-8 eight, eight right there. So let's move her into the arena. Now, with no ready characters on players 2's side to block, Yarima can attack the crowd directly and deal 8 damage. Ouch. Let's also declare an attack from our crowd on Varak Thumb, as he only has one defense. This will defeat him and give player 2 a suspended musician also. We will, of course, take 4 direct damage though, which hurts, but our turn isn't over yet. We still have one last move we can make. As we still have one resource left, let's use it to activate Neve Goldenhair's effect, which you can see that by paying one and resting this card, we can gain back two life. So, let's do that. That puts player one on 37 crowd life, with no suspended musicians, and player two on 32 crowd life, with one suspended musician. From here, the players will continue to play out the turns, with the intensity building as more resources become available. Many songs and musicians offer game-changing effects that can escalate matters considerably. And just as musicians can be swapped out, non-musician characters can also be swapped out with each other. For example, these three Demurai warriors, whose total cost equals seven, may be discarded to the graveyard in order to summon the mighty dragon Tarako instead. Note that only non-musician characters can be swapped out for other non-musician characters. And musician characters can only be swapped out for another musician capable of playing in the same zone. All in all, it's a very dynamic game with lots to keep players on their toes at all times. Whether it's about masterful musicians and powerful songs or swarms of minions and devastating boss monsters. No two showdowns are ever the same, and there is infinite possibility to express yourself. And so that's a first look at the Levaniverse trading card game. I hope that was clear and made sense. If you have any questions, please feel free to put them in the comments, and I'll look to get back to you or elaborate further in the next episode. Of course, the best thing to do would be to swing by our Discord this Saturday. 2nd of March for the first playtesting event. There we will be able to have a much more interactive engagement about the game and the project as a whole, and I'd absolutely love to see you there. As well, don't forget that if you're a creator that would like to be featured in the Levaniverse TCG, there's still a chance for you to be featured in the first set. However, time is of the essence, so you need to fill out the form ASAP at loveanarchy.co forward slash creators The link will be in the show notes. Momentum is picking up thick and fast, so I look forward to giving you guys another update soon. In the meantime, I hope to see you on Saturday and would love to hear your thoughts about the game. Until then, take care.